What's up, Hick City Punkers? Robbie Marone here with the first ever Calgary Punk Podcast. The podcast focused almost entirely on Calgary's past, present, and future punk rock scenes, bands, and of course, the scenesters themselves. So welcome, thanks for tuning in, and I hope you dig it. Now, if I may, I'd like to start things off by giving you a brief idea of who I be and why the Calgary Punk Podcast is a thing. Uh, so my name is Robbie Marone. As previously mentioned, I am currently 42 years young, and I've been a Calgary punk rocker since I was 13 years old. I grew up listening to local bands like uh, Dead Souls, Agony Pipe, Inquisition, Road Crew Orange, so on. If you weren't around for those days, well, don't worry. Here at the Calgary Punk Podcast, we are going to be playing the old as well as the new, so you get to hear some great local legends here for sure. Now, as I grew older, I, I naturally I grew busier and I sadly fell right out of the scene for, for years. Uh, but it always called to me and it was always in the back of my mind that I would eventually get out to more shows again. Uh, and then when that day finally came, I actually found it really hard to find things on the internet that supported the local scene uh, in the way of letting us know what bands are hot right now, who just released an album and what shows are coming up, so on. Granted, these things were out there, but those resources usually didn't focus solely on punk or they didn't they weren't completely local. Uh, so trying to find the local stuff in between and the punk stuff in between became like full on research going through different sites and pages and groups. So I decided to take the notes that I was doing anyways uh, and catching myself up and put them on a Facebook page that would be easy to find. Hence the name Calgary Punk, an all inclusive local punk page on Facebook. So it started out as a, the Facebook page for old timers like me trying to keep up, but then I started putting on some shows. Nothing major, but just for the fun of it. And now here I am recording a podcast because, well, COVID has given me way too much free time. I would like to point out that I have never done this before, so please bear with me and be gentle. It is just for shits and giggles, and I don't pretend to know everything about Calgary Punk or anything like that. I just have loved it and been a part of it for a long, long time, and I felt somebody should uh, should try this. So here I am. We also have a Calgary Punk playlist on Spotify, and we put all the tracks from the podcast on there, or at least the ones that are available on there, uh, as well as just about every local punk band we can find on there. So feel free to check that out too. And if we missed any of uh, the local punk bands on that Spotify playlist, please let us know. We'd love to add you to the list. Uh, anyways, I hope you enjoy this first episode of the Calgary Punk Podcast. I've got an interview that I did with Anthony from the Galacticas coming up in a bit, uh, but we'll start things off with some tunes, and uh, I'll give you an introduction here so you know what you're going to hear when you hear it. So the first track we're going to hear is The Recollections with Memories, a really catchy tune that can be found on their Bandcamp page. And fun fact, the bass player Steve was one of the photographers at my wedding. He and his wife uh, really did a fantastic job, and I seriously recommend them, if they're still in the biz, that is. I haven't actually talked to them for a while, but hope you guys are doing good. Uh, but aside from that, yeah, Recollections uh, kick ass, and you should definitely check them out. After that, we've got Bring On The Storm. These guys shred. If you like face-melting guitar riffs with really strong vocals, then you're, you're going to love these guys. Their latest album, Altruism, is a scorcher from start to finish. Uh, it's, it's seriously hard to pick just one track off this album, but, uh, kind of my go-to, the one I always go to and the one that stood out to me is kind of a standout track. Uh, again, they're all standout tracks, but, uh, anyways, I'm going to play a beauty called Spineless Gutless Bitch. I mean, the title alone totally rips. 
Lastly, but definitely not leastly, for our first set, we've got the Galacticas, poppy nerd rock with catchy hooks and geek chic lyricism. These guys are a ton of fun and put on a great show. If they ever get to play one again, do yourself a service and check it out. Uh, they also just released, or sorry, finished a new album, and we're looking to release it in June. And we'll hear more about that uh, in our interview with Anthony coming up here. Um, so yeah, keep your ears peeled and your eyes to the ground, as they say. All right, let's check it out, starting with The Recollections.
everyone. This is Anthony, and you're listening to the Calgary Punk Podcast. Galacticas with Armageddon, a great track off their first album, Diagnostics, which is also a great album, as was their follow-up EP, Emoticon, and I'm sure the upcoming album is going to be nothing less than phenomenal as well. Before that, we heard Bring on the Storm with Spineless Gutless Bitch, and of course, The Recollections with Memories. So there you have a small handful of some of the talent out here. Uh, And that Galacticas track sets up my segue into my interview with Anthony from the Galacticas perfectly. So, here it is. All right, I am here with Anthony from the Galacticas. Anthony, how the hell are you, buddy? I'm doing good. It's a beautiful Wednesday evening. I just got back from the the, the protests downtown, skateboarding skateboarded all the way home to get back on in time to do this podcast nice nice sounds like a nice full day of protesting skateboarding and podcasting yeah well i was also working too earlier so. and working well okay yeah but <laughs> but but since i'm on reduced hours i um i today's my friday like i don't actually go into work to stuff so yeah cool cool uh i played some uh, galacticas in the podcast uh here earlier and uh, did a little shout out for you guys but uh, obviously you're in uh, a few other bands so why don't you take a second here and tell us about the other bands that you're in and uh, a little bit about them <laughs> sure I mean yeah 
Um, well, I like, yeah, I play, you know, like I play guitar and I sing in the Galacticas, but, uh, I play, um, bass guitar, like in a indie soul band, like a, yeah, called God Spilt the Milk. And that's, um, that's probably the most, uh, biggest departure for as far as musically for me, I just joined them just over a year ago, um, playing bass guitar. Um, and so that's been cool. I was actually with them down at the uh, protests that that's who I was hanging out with there. And then I also play, um, play rhythm guitar in like a, uh, kind of like a, a stoner rock band, like kind of Queens of the stone age, but like maybe a little heavier female fronted, um, called as above. And, um, yeah, anyways, I mean like, um, last year was kind of my first summer where I was on all three bands at once and just gigging. And, and so that was, uh, it was it kept me very busy and um and so since i went from like the busiest gig summer ever to literally no gigs yeah um i decided to go climb you know some mountains instead so yeah for sure got to keep busy man for sure um so here's an interesting question for you or i think it's interesting anyways on facebook uh you're you're labeled as anthony j right uh, so did you ever see the Simpsons episode where Homer sets out to find out what his middle initial stands for? Yeah, and it turns out that it, like his Homer J Simpson, yeah. and, then, and then his middle name is just J. Yeah. yeah. Like, so do you know your last name, or or is it actually J? <laughs> you know what? It's cool because Mark Zuckerberg never came for me. Like for some reason, I I was able because I remember there was a point in time where like everyone had fake Facebook names, yeah. like Nexopia and yeah. stuff like that. But yeah. then you had to like put your real name in at some point and. Yeah. And I never like had to do that. I was always just able to keep it as Jay, and um, I'm not sure why. But anyways, yeah, it, actually, it's weird because the J actually is pronounced as a Y. My last name is Yunitsky. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, but like, <laughs> but in in like uh, in 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 the common tongue, you would you'd pronounce it as Janicki. But yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> but yes, I do. I do know what <laughs> I do know my last name. Yeah. 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 I figure as much, but you know. Yeah. I, I had to go to the Simpsons. You know. Um, so how has the, uh, I mean, COVID has been uh, a total bitch. Like, uh, you mentioned you were gigging hardcore last year to absolutely nothing this year and no real, uh, horizon for us. But, uh, uh, as far as, uh, let's talk about the Galacticas. How has the, uh, quarantine affected the Galacticas? I mean, you guys just finished recording an album, right? Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, like, so the Galacticas, um, since there's only three of us, um, we were able to kind of be like, okay, we'll jam every two weeks, make sure there's no blah, blah, blah. And like no, no symptoms or anything like that. And, and we were able to kind of keep our distance. So we've been able to practice a little bit. Um, um, but yeah, like we were actually supposed to release this album next week or on June 12th or something like yeah. that. Like, yeah, yeah. And, and that was like all ready to go. But like, um, obviously that, um, you know what, we got so lucky though, because, um, you know like i i know like my buds you know the band like belvedere yeah. and, and 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 like i got other buds they were like had all these tours planned that yeah. got canceled yeah and we um i like right before covid really shut everything down i was supposed to go to malaysia so like it was just a personal trip and so i didn't actually have anything booked for a while like until the oh, cd okay. release yeah. so so we didn't have to cancel very much now we do have a we do have a tour uh, like a week long tour just through Alberta and BC um, that was supposed to come up in June mm -hmm. or sorry, in July. And I guess that's probably canceled now, but yeah. Um, 
Yeah, so actually what we've decided to do is take this time to uh, to make the album longer. We're, we're actually going to go back to Echo Bay Studio nice. and record a couple more songs because we're like, fuck, I mean, yeah. we've got nothing else to do. So, yeah. like, that was a, t- a discussion we had. It's like, it's done. Why don't we just release it on the Internet? Yeah. And I, I, I don't know. I mean, like, I'm not in a huge rush. Uh, I'm, I, I, I'd rather just wait until, yeah. uh, I, think I mean, you're doing the right thing. Yeah. Like, you know, whatever. I mean, like it's, it's it, well, like people are, you know, they don't care enough for us to, you know, so like we can wait. Um, I'm going to release like, uh, we're like a music video for one of the singles pretty soon here. So, so like that'll like tide keep, keep us relevant or whatever. Yeah, for sure. That's awesome. Yeah. But cool. yeah. So when's that come out? Do you have a date for that yet or? Um, uh, it should be like, I was literally just working on it before, uh, you called me here. Uh, I think it's, it's, it's super close to finish. I think I've been working on it for about four months now, and oh, wow. I think it'll probably be finished within the next two weeks. And then, uh, hopefully can just release it. Like, I mean, originally I was hoping to have it out like basically today as promotion for the C release show, but since right. that, that got, you know, canceled, you got I, some time. <laughs> yeah. Gave myself a bit more time and, and so, yeah, like, um, also I just recently kind of released a cartoon, um, yeah. a couple months ago. So I'm, I'm at least spacing out a little bit. So, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So the video then, is it safe to say it's another one of the animated videos that you guys do? Yeah, this, this one is an animated one as well. It's, it's, uh, it's going to be cool because I, I tried something different where I, I, I rotoscoped, um, I did, I, 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 I don't know. Have you ever heard of what rotoscoping is? It's, uh, just um, from one of your songs. <laughs> yeah. <that's, laughs> <laughs> Dang, that's cool. No, um, yeah. Well, it's just a, it's a, it's a technique where they used to do it in the old Disney movies, where they would actually film like S- Snow White, like they'd actually film like an actress, like you know, frolic around, and then they would actually, they would actually like trace over like the the live footage, so that it creates this really real effect. And uh, and so I did that for this video, um, and uh, I'm I'm really stoked about it. Cool. Um, it took me forever. Like, that was your first time doing that. Yeah, yeah, cool. it, it took a long time. I had to buy a new computer to be able to uh-huh. even handle that. But, nice. but, um, but yeah, so that that'll be kind of cool. And so that's going to be for for the first single off of the new album. Yeah, so cool. Do you guys have a? Have you guys? Are you releasing the uh, the name of the album yet, or is that hush hush for now? <laughs> well, the, we would have we changed it. It was going to be called Deloreans. Nice. Um, but then, yeah, yeah, because um, that's this one. It's one of the songs. But then we decided um, uh, I, there, there's another song called Pixels and Poetry, and I think we we're oh, going to yeah. go with that instead. I don't really know why we changed it, but yeah, it's not really a secret. But they're both uh, cool titles. Yeah. yeah thanks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, um, yeah, we just uh, I, I have this belief that uh, I, I don't know. It's my own personal little quirk. That's like I feel like your album name should always ha- be one of the songs because if it's a good album name, then like you, w- you like, like for, if you had a, if you have a, if you have a really good name, then you should use it twice. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. No, it makes yeah. sense. Totally. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, let's hit you up with some personal questions here. Uh, uh, here's a good cliche one for you. Who would you say are your top three musical influences? I'll give you three. So, so I thought a lot about this today. And so it's like, I, it's 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 kind of a weird question to answer because there's like there's like there's like three that were like when I was like a little kid that was like hey music's a thing and then there's three that were like 
hey, you want to be a band, like you want to play music, you know? Right. Yeah. Like, so like, I don't know if I could just give you all of those sure. or like, whatever. Okay. Well, like the little, <laughs> like, like the, when I was a little kid and I discovered like music was like my mom's cassettes, you know? And yeah. So like the Holy Trinity for that was Bruce Springsteen, Tom Petty and Meatloaf. And <laughs> nice. that was like, oh, rock and roll. Okay. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm like yeah. six years old or whatever but then like when it was like oh i want to play in a band like i'm i'm 15 um that would be uh iron maiden the misfits and i guess i would say alexis on fire um yeah i think that like that like there's a few others that i could say but i I think that that's a kind of a a safe bet yeah because uh, they were a pretty big deal yeah back then for sure uh and do you remember the first punk album that you bought yeah okay so so this is another one where it's like okay so like during the like early 2000s the the term of like what was punk was highly was was dubious you know like yes if you say avril lavigne i'm gonna turn the tape off (laughs) no i won't say that but but i will say one that like it was like at the time i i wouldn't have even called it punk because everyone said it wasn't cool so i just right it was like that's pretty punk in itself but (laughs) <laughs> yeah, well, so AFI's Sing the Sorrow might have been the first punk album I bought, yeah, but yeah. at the time, yeah. people were like, that are sellouts, that's not punk. So that's a safer punk. bet, the, the, yeah, a safer, a safer bet, though, would have been The Grey Race by uh, Bad Religion. Okay. That would, yeah, yeah that, that would be like my first like full-on, like undisputable punk rock sure, album. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Uh, well, and I mean, before The Grey Race... Uh, you know, Bad Religion had a video out and was getting played on mainstream rock stations. So, I mean, they're still punk, right? You can't take that away from them just because they had success. I've always felt, right? Like, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, that whole conversation's kind of been laid to waste. Like, yeah. I remember, like that—that that was like a huge. We were always like, "Oh, the Distillers aren't punk anymore because yeah. they're like on much music." Yeah. Oh, like blah blah yeah. blah. Rants is not punk anymore. Yeah. Casualties aren't punk anymore. And it got so like, like and now I think I feel like everyone's just kind of given up. They're like, yeah, well, fuck I it. feel. I feel, and you know, let me know what you think on it, but I feel like it's kind of a juvenile discussion in the sense that, you know, when I was a kid, everything had to be hardcore punk and anything that wasn't hardcore punk were sellouts and not punk and, and all that stuff. And then yeah. as, as you get older, you kind of realize like, no, just because they got success doesn't necessarily mean that they sold out or that they're not punk, it, you know? No, I, I, well, honestly, I never... I never thought that uh, yeah. even when I was like hanging out with all my street punk friends as a teenager yeah. and we were, they, there'd be like the kid that would show up to a show with like a rancid backpatch and then we had people would like snicker behind his back and like, don't they know that they're like sellouts now? And yeah. I always thought like, what, like, what does this even mean? Like, I remember having an argument with uh, like a punk rock girlfriend back in the day about why the casualties are like sellouts, but like Oz Rotten is not. And, yeah. and, and I was like, what's the difference between the kind of music they play? It's like yeah. both just as like as aggressive and, and yeah. angry, but just yeah. because the casualties is more popular, mm-hmm. it for some reason disqualifies them in your mind. And I just, I just didn't get it. But, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Keeping up appearances. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Got to try so hard to be punk, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it, it you know, it's, it becomes a headache and, yeah. uh, and, and, you know, like when I first, like I used to be in like a street punk band uh, or like a horror punk band. And uh, I, fr- like, I was my first band and I had all these like friends and um, from that scene. And then I like went and joined like an indie, like uh, an, kind of an indie band. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I got a lot of flack for a while. Like people sure. like, 
like they were like kind of jerks about it um yeah. i don't get like nothing like that happens anymore but like at yeah. the time i was like i was actually even a little ashamed i was like oh like i'm uh. <laughs> yeah yeah every time i have people over i gotta hide all my billy joel records i, I know what you're going through <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah but but yeah but like yeah but like i feel like that kind of whole you know now it's cool to like you know like no one no one's hiding the fact that they like blink 182 anymore like yeah. you know yeah for sure yeah yeah I think we we all got over it finally. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which is which is really nice because uh, there there have been a couple times actually though where r rarely um, we because the Galacticas like to cover like pop songs, yeah. um, and so uh, and usually that's just fine. People like they get it, they like it, it's fun. Mm -hmm. But I remember like a couple times we, we like mostly out of town, like when we played Red Deer, we busted. I think it was like our Taylor Swift cover, and people were just pissed. Like they were like. Really? Yeah, like uh, the no the first time, humor. the first time we played Red Deer, like they were like into it, but then we busted out our like punk rock Taylor Swift cover, and then like after the set, they were like, "What the fuck did you play Taylor Swift for?" And we were like, "What? Come on, man! Like, just chill, you know? Like, it's fun, yeah. man. Relax." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's a good cover. I enjoy that cover. <laughs> oh, thanks. Yeah, and I'm not a Taylor Swift fan. I don't hate her or anything, but I'm not a fan. But I do like that version. So. I, I'm not really like I wouldn't say like I'm ever a fan of like well we on the new album there's another cover. That's by Katy Perry. And most of the time, these I'm not like I'm not like a fan of the artist per se, but there's yeah. always like one song that I'm like, oh, that's catchy. Yeah, you know? for sure. Cool. Yeah, there's there's a Katy Perry song that I always wanted to cover as well, too. Um, Which one's that? Eye of the Tiger, whatever it is. Roar? Roar. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I know which one you mean. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you guys should. That'd be cool. Yeah, I guess you guys could pull that off. Yeah, I've got a list of like, man, I got a 20-page list of cheesy covers i want to do but <laughs> we don't yeah there's way too many way too many we'd end up being a cover band and yeah yeah well that that's the uh that's the way that the galacticas like do it like we we yeah. go and play like rebel stoke and we play so i don't know how many covers we know now i think it's uh i've seen you play quite a few yeah we know i think I have the list over there. Uh, it's around 26 covers oh, we know wow. total. Yeah. yeah, quite a bit. Um uh, Mark and Will are both very good at memorizing so we um and they're all easy like yeah. They're they're just pop songs or um yeah, like classic rock songs yeah. just because I seen you do Cheap Trick. Yeah, oh yeah, and, we love uh, doing that one. Avril Lavigne. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. yeah Avril Lavigne. Uh, that one's that one's popular. Oh, of course you do uh Weedus. Can you do it a couple times? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah, we know, and we know, like, and we we also know typical, like, Green Day stuff, right. you know, like, um, the Basket Case and American Idiot, and mm -hmm. we do some Ramones. It's, right. it's, 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 uh, just like, it's just so that we can do these, like, um, three, three, uh, set shows, like, in small towns and then sure, get yeah. paid a bunch of money. Yeah. And, uh, and then, uh, it's, it's a good way to build up, uh, because one of the great things about, um, about all of the music that we've released um like i know that you record you've also you also record with with casey lewis at echo bass yeah. um as as we um his prices are, are, are awesome for what he gives you for sure. um and uh but we also managed to always be able to pay um with money that we got from gigs like we never had to pay out of pocket right. um yeah. because we just do these like cover shows but yeah. um but we all but i i don't want to be a cover band either so we always we always squeeze in the uh all of the original songs yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Sure. it's basically the way I, I, try, I try to work it is like we do we open up with a cover maybe two covers and then we play an original then another two covers and an original kind yeah. of thing and, yeah for sure yeah 
And I, I'm going to put a disclaimer out there. Uh, I, I don't want to come off that I was bagging on cover bands either. So, <laughs> no, no, I, I get why you'd want to bag on a, a cover band for sure. I mean, I don't. Like, uh, it, 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 it's, 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 uh, it's lame, but um, it is. It is also one of those like know. the I, name of the game. You know. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Playing covers is fun, right? Like, I, I've got nothing against cover bands. I see why they do it, and it's a fun way to make some cash and just. Yeah. I don't think I would ever actually want to be in a full-on cover band ever. Like I yeah, think, I'm, like I think that I would always have to be playing some originals yeah. to feel satisfied. With yeah, for me, music. it's about writing the music, right? Like I gotta, yeah. I'm always writing music, so it's you know, I I don't think I could just stop writing music and play other people's music. But I get that there's people out there that want to do that, so that's their thing, whatever. But uh, yeah, is your guys's? Uh, uh, by the way, is your like I, I don't have Spotify, right. so is is your album like uh, released? Instead of just, you know, because we got screwed over on that whole COVID album release thing. Yeah. Um, I didn't want to just drop the whole thing on Spotify and on streaming sites. Yeah. Uh, so Like I've heard the, the singles that yeah. you've released. Yeah. And um, that's what we're, we're releasing it a single at, at a time on there. Yeah. Uh, you can buy the whole album on our website kind of thing if you want to buy the digital singles. Uh, but if you're waiting for Spotify, you'll be waiting a year because we're doing like a track a month. <laughs> okay and there's 12 tracks so it's just like every month we got a new track to throw out you know so what i do nowadays i, I still won't get spotify but i buy i'll buy the album like off of google play right. um but what i like to do is um i like i have i'm, I'm one of those losers that still has cds like I, yeah. I i literally have like 700 cds it's actually it's actually over 700 yeah, i don't even know but it's a lot and and so it's too many so it's like yeah. I won't buy CDs anymore for um, like big bands. I'll buy, I'll, I'll, I'll buy yeah. it off of Google play, right. but I like to still buy like physical media for, from local bands. Yeah, so too. I, um, and so that's why, cause cause the local bands, you know, if they, if they put the effort into getting something pressed, yeah. you know, it's, it's cool to have it. And it's the only and way so, they're going to make any of that money back usually aside from playing the shows. Right. So. Right. And, and you know what the coolest thing it's like, you'll end up like i'll like be like about to leave my house and it's like i'm gonna grab a cd for the car yeah and i'll just randomly pull one off and it'll be like this like this like this band from that like a cd i bought from a band <laughs> like 11 years ago like the yeah. duped or something yeah and uh and uh and i'll be like whoa like and i'll put it on and i'll listen to it and i'll think to myself like I bet you I'm one of the only people alive that still is like, that is even hearing like who, who's still listening to this so, band right yeah. now, you know, you yeah. know, like, yeah, and that'll sure. only happen if you still have, like, cause if it's just a, like somewhere in like your MP3s, you yeah. might never even look at it again. But the yeah. fact that it still have the physical copy, it's like, yeah. Oh, cool. Like I can like, it's kind of like traveling back in time. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I kind of do the same thing. Um, all my um, underground CDs that I buy at shows and stuff. Um, I throw immediately into my car. And then when I'm done listening to the, you know, I'll listen to it for like two weeks straight kind of thing till you know it word by word kind of thing. Yeah. And then, and then you throw it in the glove box with the other ones kind of thing. And then when you're looking for something, you know, like instead of grabbing it on my way out, I just reach in the glove box and pull out some random, you know. Well, uh, I make sure that I always have um, a, an assortment of local band CDs in my car at all times. So that when I'm like stuck in traffic, I like, yeah. uh, you know, I, I pay my, I pay my, uh, you, you, you know, I like, I, I do my 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 duty and and, and yeah. I make sure I, I listen to like I've I've listened to your guys's um the one EP there hasn't left my car I I don't think it's actually left my car since I since I since I got it from you um, the one with rock and roll bingo on it right um, yeah, yeah which is which is my favorite song by you guys nice. Thank um, you, thank you. yeah 
Um, that that was uh, that, like your new album was uh, yeah you you recorded all your stuff with Casey Lewis right at Echo Base uh, except for the first uh, EP which was very bare bones we recorded that one in my basement um, oh, I, we we oh. weren't gonna release it we actually recorded like fifteen songs um, and then we found four that were like eh okay. And there were probably songs that we wouldn't pay to get professionally done anyways. Right. Uh, so we, we just did that one out of the basement kind of thing. But then, yeah, the last two, we did the last full length uh, with Casey and then the, the uh, We Threw You Under the Bus EP uh, with Casey as well. It's funny. It's like a lot of bands I know, they like, they'll do like the home studio thing mm-hmm. and they'll think, oh yeah, this is, this is fine. But then mm-hmm. eventually they'll like go record with Casey Lewis. Oh yeah. And then they'll be like, oh, fuck, we can never go back now. No, like, we, no. we are committed. Like, once you get a taste of what Casey can do, you're just yeah. like, well, how can we ever go back? Yeah. You know, and uh, yeah. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, no, it's definitely worth it. It's it's a matter of, you know, it, just like any studio, uh, you know, you got to have the funds to do it. Um, but, uh, you know, we, yeah. we knew we wanted to go with Casey uh, for the second EP. And so it was just, <laughs> all right, let's save up our pennies and without a doubt like we weren't talking to anybody else we knew casey was our guy and he didn't let us down so oh he's so great like well i've been i've been literally going to him for um since 2006 was my first um like wow. every band pretty much i think every single band except for god's built the milk has recorded with him yeah and, and uh and um and yeah it's just been like uh i don't know he, 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 for, like we're, we're so lucky to have him in calgary like oh, he's totally. kind of like he's kind of like a like a kind of a like a like a, a hidden gem of the city as far as like, I'm just yeah. surprised not everybody uses him because it's like <laughs> the, the, the price that you have to pay. I mean, it's not, yeah. it's not like it's cheap, but it's, it's definitely, it's definitely not expensive for no. the quality you get. No, not at all. Yeah. It's, it's a very good deal. I, I would think, you know, um, and I'm just blowing smoke here, but uh, I, I, I would guess that there's probably some bands that purposely don't go to Casey because there's so many bands that do go to Casey you know yeah. like, <laughs> let's not go where everybody else goes kind of thing but well actually it's 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 a point of contention amongst a few of my like peers in the music scene because a lot of them don't they think that his sound is too good like it's like too, too uh produced, too polished yeah. and i and i and i can get that like um i understand that point of view and actually sometimes it, when we were recording this album actually a bunch i kept being like casey can we like uh, like I was always fighting to bring the vocals down because I was like, I kind of mm-hmm. want them to be a little more buried to like make things sound a little more, you know, less pop, more like, you know, like just right. trying to find ways to grit up the recording a little bit because yeah. because it can be a little polished. But but like, you know, whatever. I mean, I'd rather it sound a, like I'd rather it sound polished than like crap, you know, yeah, so. for sure. Yeah. How long have you lived in Calgary? I was born and raised here. Oh, you were? Okay, cool. Except for a brief one-year period when I was like 10 to, or like 11 to 12, where I lived in Libya. Oh, so wow. That's, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. How was that? That was awesome. It was yeah. really cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Uh, so, do you have a favorite uh, Calgary punk band of all time? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like a favorite Calgary punk band of all time. So... This was so hard for me to like come to a conclusion of, you know, it's yeah. like, oh, you, yeah, you, like, you can give a couple or a few if you want to. There's no rules here. So I mean, I mean, like, I guess like the best answer that I could give as far as like all encompassing, like awesome band consistent all through their career was would be Knucklehead. Right. Yeah. Uh, um, Like, um, you know, like they're just they're just so good. So mm-hmm. I guess I would probably say them. 
um there's just a lot of, of great punk bands like that like uh that have just come and gone over the years that yeah. like i was just thinking about that all day and i guess like yeah I, I was like i know that's kind of an obvious answer settling on knucklehead but it's like not necessarily I don't know. not necessarily there's been a lot so um yeah knucklehead's a great answer for sure Nothing that was that. my first like um it was well it was actually my second show ever was knucklehead oh so, yeah right yeah uh oh yeah so um you get to pick three songs did you get a chance to uh pick three songs that you want to hear from calgary punkers yeah yeah well um so the first one i guess um there's um a local band called less miserable yes and, and they uh and they just released um a new album and um the the song is called the last lonely boy okay and uh and they just released a music video for it or they're about to i don't, I don't know right. if they have yet or not but uh, um but yeah and then um the other one um is uh is ghost factory nice um like they're they're a folk punk band i, yeah. I, I don't know yeah but uh, like that that still counts right oh absolutely um and um the uh, tales of the nothing kid nice. is the song yeah. Yeah. and then um and then the last one uh, this one do you um do you know the band forbidden dimension of course yeah okay cool yeah they 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 have a song called where's my wolves that i just love and uh that, i don't know if they're really punk rock but like it's like I don't yeah know. they can yeah they got cool. that they got that kind of rockabilly straight rock and roll but still edgy punk sound to me anyways that's how i've always kind of seen them um, yeah like i spent so long thinking like you know like there was like the press gang and like bdfm and yeah. and and all these bands that just like but i just yeah i just figured i'd pick like um my, the, the ones that i'm just listening to a lot right now you know yeah for sure okay cool so we'll listen to those right now and we'll be right back to wrap it up with anthony what how do you pronounce your last name again <laughs> uh you can say janicki janicki all right
Okay, that was Less Miserable with Last Lonely Boy, Ghost Factory, Tales of Nothing Kid, Forbidden Dimension, Where's My Wolves, all by request by Anthony. Uh, so I got one more question for you. Uh, have you had or have you played a favorite show uh, thus far in your musical career? Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, like, you might as well ask me my opinion of God and like, you know, like this is, this is a really tough question. Like, so I guess like my f most memorable show in my musical career is probably when I got to open for the tea party with my old band Black Earth, um, just because like that was just huge. You know, it was big, like, yeah. yeah, it was it was just like the biggest that was the biggest show I ever got to play. So it just it, it, I don't know if I would say it's my favorite because it was so stressful, yeah. but like. Like, cause like, if I was to say like my, mo my favorite, my like most fun I've ever had playing, I would probably have to give you like some like random Vern show or something yeah. like that, where I'm just like, <laughs> where, where I'm just having a blast, yeah. not really worrying about anything. But like, when it comes to like a really significant, like kind of benchmark, that would have been, yeah, like I got to, you know, it was, you know, we're playing for, you know, a couple thousand people or whatever it is. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, that was really cool. That's fantastic. Uh, what did you, uh, in that band, were you, were you singing or? Uh, I used I it was basically um uh it, it, it's it's kind of cool like my current band uh, as above it was basically like the proto version of that like oh. where Erica it, Erica was singing and we had um uh, and it was basically like a punk rock kind of it was kind of like a distiller sort of thing um yeah where I was just playing guitar and doing backup vocals cool. and uh and it was like yeah just um it was kind of weird that we were even asked to do the tea party show because we didn't really fit the bill per se, but uh, people liked right. it. So yeah. yeah. Where was it? Uh, uh, at the time, I think it was still called flame central. Oh, okay. So palace, yeah. flame central, whatever it is now. Yeah. It's yeah. palace again, isn't it? Or is it, or is um, it it's shut down probably. <laughs> is it? Yeah. I don't know. I, well, I honestly, I haven't been to the place since I played that show there. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay, well, I think that's about it. Uh, do you have anything you'd like to add? Ah, I don't know. I just, um, you know, it, it sucks that uh, that it looks like we're looking at a summer that's going to be lacking in live music. But mm -hmm. um, I just hope everybody, uh, the best way you can support local bands is just like, you know, uh, check them out online and and, uh, and and just support them that way. But because, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, because right now it's, it's tough, you know, yeah. for all of us, you know, I'm sure you, you agree. It's like, oh, sure. I mean, you, I feel bad for you guys, especially like, you know, like you had all this stuff planned and, you know, so, yeah. so I don't know if anybody's, uh, you know, um, wants to support local bands, that's the best thing you can do is just get on YouTube, get on Spotify, Google play and, and just, um, and just, and just help us out that way. For sure. For sure. All right. Cool, man. Well, thanks so much for doing that. Appreciate your time. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Good talking to you again. Um, God knows when I'll see you again. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Yeah, but I know. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll definitely keep our eyes out for the new video, and uh, can't wait to hear the new album. It's uh, I was looking forward to it a lot, and then uh, yeah, now we wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now you gotta wait. Cool, man. Well, I guess I'll talk to you later. All right, man. Take it easy. All right. Bye bye. Bye. Once again, that was Anthony from the Galacticas, among other bands, of course, and uh, we wish him well in all of his future endeavors. Up next, I'd like to do a segment called the Classic Cowtown Tribute. This will be the part of the show where I play some classic stuff from bands that uh, pretty pretty much guaranteed aren't around anymore, but uh, I'm sure members of them are kicking around somewhere. And uh, anyways, uh, these bands play a, a big part of Calgary punk history. Now, 
The plan normally is to play three songs by three different bands, uh, but on some occasions, such as this, um, where I really, really like the band, uh, I'm going to have to play four songs by just one band. Uh, and today, I'm going to focus on one of my favorite local punk bands of all time, Inquisition. Their second album, Parcheesi with the Antichrist, released in 93, is probably my favorite Calgary punk album of all time. Uh, it has been said that Inquisition were juvenile, but if you know me, then you know that that's kind of my thing anyways. Uh, but it may not be for everybody. Uh, it should be pointed out, though, that not all their tracks are fast and, and humorous. They had quite a few deeper and uh, more serious tracks, and they did adjust their tempos quite a bit. It just so happens that the four songs that I picked as must here are pretty similar in tempo, and they're all a wee bit silly. So I apologize in advance for not giving you the full Inquisition experience, uh, especially to Inquisition. Uh, if I'm pigeonholing you, I sincerely apologize. This is just the shit that... When, when I had to pick four songs, number one, it was hard to only pick four, uh, but these were the ones to me that just really bring back the memories and make me want to jump back in that pit for sure. Uh, so yeah, the songs I picked are awesome. Just enjoy them. And this is the classic Cowtown tribute to Inquisition.
Once again, that was the classic Countdown tribute to Inquisition. They have all of their releases up on Bandcamp, minus their first demo. Uh, so if you want to check them out, and I highly recommend that you do, then do it. Uh, up next, I'm going to do a quick two-song set dedicated to great bands that are not from Calgary, but are pretty damn close and deserve some love and recognition. Uh, the two bands that I picked today come through our fair city quite regularly, or at least they used to when that was a thing. Uh, so once all this COVID shit clears, you'll probably have a chance to go see them. And of course, I recommend that you do. Uh, first up, I'm going to give you a twofer from Total Wolf, representing Medicine Hat and featuring the incomparable Jeff Casey, who you might remember from such bands as The Browns, Showdown 76, or going way, way back, All Rights Reserved. Total Wolf has a wicked album out on Wasted Wax Records, and it's available on vinyl, so definitely check that out. Uh, after Total Wolf, I gotta throw in everybody's buds out of Lethbridge sessions. If you're not buds with these guys yet, you obviously haven't been to one of their shows, perhaps the nicest guys in the Alberta punk scene, and I think you would have a hard time finding anyone that would disagree with that. The track I'm going to play from them is Cheeto in Charge. Now, I, I feel kind of bad because this is kind of their staple track, and I'm sure they would probably prefer something different played, but the track is a strong message to Donald Trump and his supporters, and I feel that's pretty relevant right now. Uh, so sorry, guys, I gotta do that one. Uh, but first, Total Wolf. One, two, three, four, six, we turn the liquor stuff.
Well, folks, that about does it for the first ever Calgary Punk podcast. Please feel free to shoot us a message on our Calgary Punk Facebook page if you have any comments or suggestions. Uh, we can also be found on Instagram, uh, Calgary Punk. I'm going to leave you now with two more locals, starting with Dead Pixel, uh, who's another band that uh, dropped an album right before COVID. Uh, so our hearts go out to you guys. We know it's not easy. Uh, their track I'm going to play for you was uh, trending pretty good right around when COVID hit as well, too. The track is called All My Friends, and it's a gooder, so check it out. And then uh, shout out to Mark Russell and the gang of Citizen Rage, who just released a brand new track as well. So we're going to throw that on. And then uh, I think that's it. Stay right, everybody. We'll see you in the funny papers. All my friends are rich and famous, well, I'm just here being self-destruct.